Well, hello, famo. It's your boy, the creepy, and it's another edition of the MIB Bitcoin podcast. Yeah, famo. What's going on? It's another lovely day outside, and it's warming up as I speak. It's supposed to be at least seventy-five degrees out here today in the North Jersey. Yeah. I hope that everyone is doing well. I hope you've been reading and paying attention to the news. Whatever's happening in the industry, macro events, these all these things all pertain to you. They 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 add a piece to your little puzzle financially and uh, in, in in regards to how you live here or wherever that you live. Please pay attention. Uh, the markets are changing. Money is changing. So be aware of the change and position yourself for some success. Um, my first story would be about this Chinese state-owned company launches two crypto funds in Hong Kong. You know what? Although the Chinese, for some time, have been against crypto and they kind of eradicated crypto on the mainland, we see that they've been setting up in Hong Kong, and Hong Kong is is, a, is is Chinese territory, so family. It's not so much what you say, but what you do. And just pay attention to the Chinese. They have done their due diligence as far as their um, their yuan is concerned, and moving into a digital um, currency or a CBDC. They've done that. They've. I wouldn't say that they were the pioneers, but they've been working hard and moving ahead. And I think also the U.S. is paying attention. And so we see all this action over here today, not wanting to be left out. Right. So um, let me read here. One of China's leading insurers has backed the establishment of two crypto investment funds in Hong Kong. The business move comes against the backdrop of the region's ambitions to become a hub for digital assets. And despite the negative regulatory attitude towards the market in the mainland. Yeah, Famu, don't worry about what's being said and what's on the press. Pay attention and do some research and uh, things might be a little bit more different, a little bit different as far as what you see and what you read and what you know to be proper facts. Okay? And we're saying that I will get into the uh, uh, CoinGecko metrics and give down the rundown of the prices for the week. Today we have Bitcoin trading at 27,991.03. That's number one. In the second place, we have Ethereum trading at 1,873.37. In third place, we have Tether, stablecoin trading at $1.00. In fourth place, we have Binance or BNB trading at 312.70. In fifth place, we have USD Coin or USDC trading at 99 cents. In sixth place, we have XRP trading at 50 cents. Looks like they've been down 7.5% in the last seven days, so things have cooled off for XRP. In seventh place, we have Cardano or ADA trading at 38 cents today in ninth in eighth place dogecoin uh, which has moved up 
1.1% in the last seven days on account of Elon Musk, obviously. And Doge is trading at 8 cents at this time. And we have Lido Stake Ether in ninth place, trading at 1,863.65. And Polygon Matic trading at $1.12 in 10th place. Yeah, FAMO. That was your roundup for our coins in the party, in the top 10 party. Yeah. Yes, FAMO. In the news today. We have El Salvador who just recently eliminated all taxes on technology, innovations, and establishes a national Bitcoin office. Let me read here. Salvadoran President Nayib Bukele sent a bill to Congress effectively eliminating all income, property, and capital gains taxes on technology innovations such as software programming, coding apps, and AI development as well as computing and communications hardware manufacturing. The purpose of this law is to contribute to the economic growth and sustainable development of the country by strengthening competitiveness through the promotion of innovation and manufacturing of technology developed in the national territory, promoting the growth of skilled workforce of the skilled workforce to generate advanced technological products and services, as well as strengthening participation in the essential supply chains for the development of the technological industry at the global level. The president also established a national Bitcoin office in tandem with this recent move. The regulatory body will work hand-in-hand -hand with Bitcoin companies and entrepreneurs in the country. We also have some news out of El Salvador here where it says El Salvador's Chivo wallet is flagging CoinJoin transactions from Wasabi. CoinJoin is a type of collaborative Bitcoin transaction that can provide additional transactional privacy to users. And so, yeah, so Chivo wallet... Although El Salvador has had Bitcoin as currency for some time, it doesn't mean that he's just going to let the population just do what they need or whatever they want with any wallet. He's, he proposed a certain wallet that they use. And obviously, the, this wallet would have some safeguards put in place by the president, um, like any other state-owned um, entity. This is not a private thing. This is state-owned. And bear, bear this in mind, Famo, that he is a president looking, for, looking out for his nation in some respects, but also wanted to, to keep the reins in on his population. So, we're speaking about CoinJoin. While this type of transaction can break the probability and analysis used by surveillance firms to track transactions, the use of CoinJoin is, is, is obvious on chain, since transactions include multiple inputs and outputs. It is important to note that while, the, while operating custodial mixers has been deemed illegal in certain parts of the world, that has not been the case with non-custodial collaborative CoinJoin transactions. So you've had some mixers that were used internationally um, 
and those were well they were outlawed and banned by the governments so because government want to track all your transactions in any case the chivo wallet someone tried to use wasabi which has a conjoined function which is um, ready to it's like a, it's, it is like a little mixer and apparently when they sent some bitcoin over to the chivo wallet it was flagged so let's read on here if you're going to flag transactions that come from any wallet that makes privacy or coin join an, an integrated part of that procedure then you're going to defeat what was trying to be accomplished we as bitcoiners need to keep putting pressure on chivo on the government on these people because they are getting pressure from this other direction namely from you know the imf the united states no, it's not that the mr bukele is just a rogue he also wants to uh, maintain cordial relationships with everyone else too he is a president so he's saying that this writer here is saying that El Salvador or the government, they are so risk averse, risk adverse and so afraid of being flagged or accused of aiding money laundering. The sad thing is though, if they allow that pressure to direct how this plays out, then they're just going to create, recreate the broken banking system. Perhaps he's right. Perhaps that is the case and perhaps not. We'll see how it plays out. In other news, Ledger announces new hardware wallet or the Ledger Stacks. The Ledger Stacks will have an e-link touchscreen and can be used with a phone directly without a computer. Indeed. I wonder if any of the FAMO out here has purchased a hardware wallet. You have to get with that FAMO. Get off the exchanges, get a hot wallet, and in the meantime, while that is on its way and do make the purchase from the manufacturer and no one else, then you learn how to self-custody. Takes a little time to learn these things, famo, but it's well worth it. And you get to uh, exercise your brain cells a little bit. Designed by Tony Fadell, the inventor of the iPod and co-creator of the iPhone, the Ledger Stacks will have an e ink touchscreen and can be used with a phone directly without a computer. It's set to launch next year and will be priced at $279, a markup from its Ledger Nano X, which currently retails at $149. Ledger Stacks will be available by the end of March 2023. You can pre-order today on ledger.com. In the future, it will also be available from select retailers such as Best Buy in the United States. Yeah, this was an older story, but I thought to have it on here. So, FAMO, this thing should be here now. Ledger, the Ledger Stacks, end of March. So, this thing should be on now. In other news today, MicroStrategy's Bitcoin Holdings reach 140,000 BTC after acquiring 1,045 more Bitcoins. Nine days after publicly listed company MicroStrategy purchased 
455 Bitcoin, the firm's CEO Michael Saylor announced the purchase of an additional 1,045 Bitcoins. The business intelligence company now holds a total of 140,000 Bitcoin worth $3.97 billion. FAMO Can you just get one? Try to get the squeeze and get one Bitcoin? At least, all point one. In other news today, Bitcoin stamps emerge as new image storage trend on the Bitcoin blockchain. Over 8,000 stamps have been minted so far. It's an exciting time in Bitcoin because you have the ordinals or these so-called NFTs and now you have stamps. So apparently now there's so much more that can be done with the blockchain. And people thought that there was no development here. But most people would be sadly mistaken that Bitcoin is powerful, famo, for those that didn't know. After the ordinal inscription process gained significant traction on the Bitcoin blockchain with more than 800,000 inscriptions to date, a new trend of non-fungible token or NFT technology has emerged called Bitcoin stamps. The image storing technique is a new way of storing images on Bitcoin and so far, more than 8,000 stamps have been minted. Well, family, you know, if you want to get in, let me re I'll read a little bit more about this. From ordinals to stamps, a new way to store images on Bitcoin materializes. Bitcoin enthusiasts have been introduced to a new method of storing images on the Bitcoin network that's different from the ordinal inscription process that has become a popular trend in recent months. The new Bitcoin stamp scheme was created by the Twitter user Mike in Space, and a summary of the project is hosted on GitHub. Basically, the technology provides a way to split an image into numerous unspent transaction outputs, or UTXOs, by encoding it in base64 text and leveraging the counterparty protocol to, brass, to broadcast it to Bitcoin. Wow, famo. I know a bit about Bitcoin. I know a bit about the, little, the blockchain. I know a, a little bit about everything. I can't say that I know a whole lot. And as much as I know, there's so much more to know. And look at this. Thinking that I knew something, right? Here's, here are people that are tinkering with Bitcoin and the blockchain and, and adding more things. More, there's more development, more stuff to learn. So FAMU, to start, get the white paper. That is where it all begins. That is where you start with Bitcoin. It gets technical, but it gives you an idea of what it really is. It explains to you what Bitcoin is all about. I will have a podcast on Bitcoin itself, maybe in another week or two. I will let the family know when I drop that. I still have to get and finish up CBDCs part two. And along with a busy life, FAMO, you already know. So yes, as we move on. And speaking of moving on, I will get a bit into the dashboard before I move on to any of these other stories because I have a few. And so as with the dashboard today, the price according to the dashboard is 28,145. So $1 today 
One greenback will give you 3,553 sats or satoshis. The market cap for Bitcoin today stands at $544.4 billion. We're currently sitting at block height 784224. Uh, today, 13.9 ounces of gold will get you some Bitcoin or one, one Bitcoin. So do you have the 13? It's a, it's a very good exchange. So monetary supply of Bitcoin, 19,338,600. Do I have that correctly? No, is that? Famo, excuse me, one minute, okay. Yeah, the monetary supply, that's 19 million. Final, sorry. 338,686.96 BTC. Currently, the percentage issued of Bitcoin today, 92.9%. And a little while ago, I was looking at it, it was 92.5. So 0.0405% moved. People are buying Bitcoin. God damn, it could be micro strategy just buying it all up. FAMO, get your 0.1 or your 1 Bitcoin. It's going to mean so much to your other generations if you don't sell it first. Unspendable Bitcoin today, 219.29 BTC. Those can't be spent. And there are also a lot of lost Bitcoin. I, I have a... I had one time purchased some Bitcoin on, 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 and then, you know, rolled up a a node set it up and then I forgot my password and that's lost so famo it wasn't much but was not a whole lot today could mean so much in the future and that's gonna I've tried head and foot to try to remember that password anyway that's what that is the issuance remaining of Bitcoin today stands at one million six hundred and sixty one thousand and eighty seven point four eight BTC perhaps one of you guys can buy the uh, 0 0.48 or maybe four of you buy 0.1 each or 0.12 do it famo today is the day as we move on here famo yeah glad to be here today Glad for us to be talking Bitcoin. Block subsidy right now, every block 6.25 BTC. Currently in the stored in the mempool, we have 18,189 transactions waiting to add waiting to be added to the next block. What else do we have here? As we look at right now we well, we're already past 90% of the supply. 95% of the supply will be on November 14th, 2025. That's not too far from now. 95%, 99% will be somewhere around December 18th, 2034, and 99.9% .9 of the supply September 22, 2047. Last full Bitcoin, March 20th, 2104. 
I am trying to eat right and live right to live long enough to see that day. But my gosh, I would be a really old person. So, no, we'll see. All-time high price was $69,010. Uh, we, we are declined right now, minus 59%. And that all-time high date was November 10th, 2021. 511 days since that time. Yes, FAMO, back to the news. We have Zebedee rolls out borderless payments feature. And Zebedee, I had, uh, I think, I had a story on them quite recently. They're available in the US, the UK, the EU, Brazil, and the Philippines. They, de they had debuted a payment feature on an app which that allows users to instantly send any amount of money to five jurisdictions. And this is on the Lightning Network. The feature enables users to connect their Zebedee accounts directly to platforms run by BTC payments firm, including what is going on here. Oh, excuse me, Famo, this thing just popped up on my screen. Bitcoins. So all of this is on Bitcoin's Lightning Network. And Lightning Network is a layer two scaling system that enables cheaper and faster Bitcoin payments. The platform users in the United States and Europe can make instant and low-cost transfers to anywhere these other countries, Brazil, the Philippines. The, the announcement comes as a result of new partnerships with BIPA, Brazil, and Pouch, Philippines. These companies are on and off ramps positioned all over the world, which allow you to easily go from one local currency with services provided by one of our partners then through Zebedee's Lightning Payments Rails, and finally to another local currency from another of our partners, all at the tap of a button. This is great improvement with Bitcoin and Lightning. In other news, new EU AML rules, or the European Union AML rules, anti-money laundering rules, may seek KYC or know your customer checks for commercial Bitcoin payments over 1,000. Lawmakers on two key committees in the European Parliament have voted in favor of imposing limits on payments by unified un, by unverified Bitcoin and crypto users. What? The regulation aims to establish the European Anti-Money Laundering Authority AMLA with supervisory and investigative powers to ensure compliance with AML CFT requirements in all 27 member states. Excuse me, FAMO. Let me read on here. According to the adopted text, entities such as banks, assets, and crypto assets managers real and virtual, real and virtual estate agents and high-level professional football clubs will be required to verify the customer's identity, what they own, and who controls the company. One second, FAMO. Yes, FAMO. And back on that... 
business relations with unlicensed entities would be prohibited. Established credit and financial institutions would also have to apply due diligence measures when handling Bitcoin and crypto transactions worth more than 1000 Bitcoin transactions between private individuals would remain unaffected. The regulation also hopes to close a regulatory gap obli ob obli what's that? obliging DAOs, NFT, and DeFi platforms to conduct due diligence checks on all their customers and report suspicious transactions to the authorities in the same way banks, financial institutions, or real estate agents do. Yeah, famo. You have to forgive me. I had a call that came in and I just took that for a quick second. I had to send out a text. These things happen. In other news today, hidden treasure. Every modern copy of Mac operating systems contain a copy of Bitcoin's white paper. Well, I didn't even know that. On April 5th, 2023, the independent blogger Andy Bayo published a post on his waxy blog that explained every version of Mac OS from Mojave to Mojave 10.14.0 to the current version hosts a copy of Satoshi Nakamoto's se seminal Bitcoin white paper. Mac users can type a simple command in the terminal and all nine pages describing Nakamoto's invention will appear in a PDF version in the built-in image viewer. Wow. So if you have a Mac famo, the white paper is already programmed in. You just got to search and find it. Mama Bitcoin. Yeah, there is a Mama Bitcoin famo. Listen to this. Fishing for female empowerment with crypto in West Africa. A Senegalese woman is empowering her community with Bitcoin, blockchain, and a Bitcoin bakery idea that became a crypto fishery. Nice. Mama Bitcoin is a pseudonym claimed by a young Senegalese Bitcoiner named Binetta. Her business, Bleu Comme La Mer, was the first retailer in Senegal and possibly West Africa to accept crypto as payment. She is also the first generation of her family to read and write proficiently. Famo, are you listening to this? The first generation of her family to read and write proficiently and we're in 2023. This tells you that education is big and it's key. And what we take for granted, look at that. Someone who's, who's just who's reading and writing proficiently for the first time in her family is on to business in Bitcoin and leading the way. More power to this young woman. The name Mama Bitcoin takes inspiration from the initials of her name, while the mama not only reflects her motherly instincts, but serves to inspire other women in West Africa to get into blockchain technology and Bitcoin. Quoted, she's quoted as saying here, there are very few women that are active in the blockchain space around the world and the situation is no different in Senegal. I want to shine a light on being a woman in the crypto industry. The more I learned, the more I realized we need this. This kind of money will help overcome so many issues. Not only is Bitcoin a tool for freedom, but the technology underpinning Bitcoin, such as blockchain and decentralization, will change Africa's development. FAMO. 
more power to Mama Bitcoin. I'll be keeping in touch and looking up to see how things are moving on with her and her business. These things are always inspiring. Peer-to-peer -peer Bitcoin exchange Paxful to suspend operations. Message from co-founder and CEO Ray Youssef cited key staff departures and regulatory challenges. Yeah, Paxful was big in Nigeria. Paxful, a peer-to-peer -peer platform for trading Bitcoin, is suspending its, markets, its marketplace and is unsure whether operations will resume, according to a message from CEO Ray Youssef published on its website. This will probably come as a big shock to many, said Youssef. While I cannot share the full story now, I can say that we are unfortunately that we unfortunately have had some key staff departures. Yusuf also took note of regulatory challenges, particularly in the P2P market and in the US. The Paxful wallet said Yusuf will remain in operation in order for customers to retrieve their funds. Customers are being encouraged to transition to self-custody or use other service providers like Bitcoin payments company Bitnob and newly created peer-to-peer -peer marketplace Noons. Fam will pay attention to that. Bitnob and Noons. Uh, I will have to look into those myself. Speaking on Twitter spaces following this morning's surprising announcement, Yusuf said they were concerned about the safety of customer funds thanks to a lawsuit by Paxful co-founder Arto Shabak. I couldn't guarantee the security of the platform, US Yusuf said. This is why this thing had to go down. Well, that's unfortunate. I um, heard him. He had a pretty nice speech at Bitcoin 2021 while we attended. And it was, it was really moving in the direction of Africa and mostly Nigeria too because he, his service was widely used there. In other news today, Lynn Alden says central bankers would be insane not to be looking at Bitcoin. Widely followed macro analyst Lynn Alden thinks international central banks would be crazy not to look at and study Bitcoin. Quoted here, I think the long arc of time points to this becoming relevant on a global scale. It's already relevant for people. It's already relevant for individuals in Nigeria, to individual Argentinians, to individuals in Lebanon. It's already kind of a global money for people and the largest pools of capital, it's still kind of too small for them. But I think central bankers and sovereign wealth funds would be insane not to be looking at it and studying it and smaller countries have an edge where they can know it could be relevant to them sooner than it's relevant for the big countries. We've seen perhaps with El Salvador, we'll see how that story unfolds. According to Alden, certain countries have a stronger catalyst for embracing crypto, but as its use becomes more widespread, other nations will recognize its value. Quote, quote, Lynn is quoted here saying, these rebel countries can kind of get into it a little bit earlier. We've already seen that the probable the probable that probably unfortunately North Korea is into it because for them it's a tool. Kind of like buying drugs on the internet. Kind of like how in the 80s drug dealers were early adopters of pagers. 
<laughs> Isn't that something? It's useful technology, unfortunately. That, that's just kind of how it works. And our other story now, a Bitcoin thesis becomes Amazon best seller. For many readers, a graduate thesis doesn't sound like a page turner, but a lengthy academic paper on Bitcoin written by a US Space Force major has emerged as a popular pick on Amazon. Soft War asserts that Bitcoin has the potential to play a major role on the world's geopolitical stage as a military-grade solution for securing information, far different than the monetary use Bitcoin network has today. Written by Jason Lowry, L-O-W-E-R-Y, the report represents the culmination of academic research he conducted at the Massachusetts Institute of Technology during a six-month fellowship sponsored by the Department of Defense. The full title of the piece is Soft War, a novel theory on power projection and the national strategic significance of Bitcoin. Wow. Amazing. He said the bottom line is that Bitcoin could represent a soft war or electro-cyber defense protocol, not merely a peer-to-peer -peer electronic cash system, the book states, while most software can only logically constrain computers, Bitcoin can physically constrain computers. Amazing. FAMO. He also goes on to state here that if the U.S. does not consider stockpiling strategic Bitcoin reserves, or at the very least encouraging Bitcoin adoption, he said the U.S. could forfeit a, strate a strategically vital power and set itself back in global power dominance. Hey, famo, you know, sometimes I bite my tongue saying these things, but hey, you already know. I'll bring the news out. You can only get better at it when you do it often enough. Uh, just quite recently, I was listening to one of my very first podcasts, famo. I almost didn't want to listen to the whole thing. You know, but it is what it is. You got to gather the strength and push forward. You can never start something being perfect at it. No, I, I doubt that's the case. And, and what is that striving for perfection anyway? You can kill yourself doing that. So, you into something, famo? Start today. As bad as you are, start because the only way to get it and to improve is to start the thing and to be on it constantly. In the news, nearly, oh, famo, you have to excuse me here. My story just disappeared and that's not good. I will go on to the next one. Zero Sync partners with Blockstream to sync Bitcoin nodes quickly from space. Recently established Swiss non-profit Zero Sync Association and Bitcoin infrastructure developer Blockstream announced a plan to broadcast Bitcoin zero knowledge proofs from space. The companies will work on providing fast 
Bitcoin nodes sink anywhere on Earth, even without Internet access. Well, there was an African doing that quite recently uh, using the cell phone. Using a cell phone. So, red. Range of things you can improve with sub one megabyte proofs using, well, Starkware Limited. Transaction going back to Genesis with valid transaction. Well, fam, but that's going into some other stuff here. And I was just bringing the news that the technology has improved. And my story that disappeared just never came back. That's something else. And it was an interesting story. Yeah, FAMO, nearly 50% of recent hash rate increase went to Foundry, the world's largest mining pool, popular among corporations. Yeah, that's the big one, and the best where the big boys hedge have their monies in Foundry. And Foundry is a mining pool, FAMO. Sam Wouters, Bitcoin research analyst at River Financial, has shared some insights about the recent Bitcoin hash rate surge. Bitcoin's average daily hash rate recently touched 400 exahash, um, a rather volatile metric not to be confused with a more reliable 7-day or 14-day moving average, which currently sit at 330 exahashes. These developments prompted numerous speculations about where the new hash rate has been coming from. Quoted here, anyone can check to which pools the hash rate went. If you look at the Wayback Machine for any pool data website, you get the following difference. And yeah, Foundry is in top place with, wow, they have 26% of the hash rate. Then you have Ant Pool, F2 Pool, Binance Pool, yes, and Via BTC. Brains Pool, BTC.com, Luxor. So in terms of percentage on the marketplace foundry usa which is the 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 mining entity of choice by the big corps they have 26 percent 26.81 percent of the hash rate ant pool is in second place f2 pool binance pool in fourth via btc fifth i do have another story on that for march March 2023 Bitcoin mining operational updates Riot, Clean Spark, Marathon, Cypher, Bitfarms, Argo, Terra Wolf, and Stronghold. Stronghold. These mining companies have published their operational updates for March 2023. Did my story come on? What's going on here? And I was speaking about Silk Road. The story did pop in, but let's get back to where we were here. Riot produced these are mining companies and they come after Foundry. Riot produced 695 BTC, an increase of approximately 36% as compared to March 2022 production of 511 BTC. Clean Spark well, no, and Riot held approximately 7,072 BTC as of March 30, 31st, 2023, all produced by the company's self mining operations. Then we have Clean Spark. Company mined 598 Bitcoin in the month, ends the first quarter of the calendar year 
with 1,871 Bitcoin mined, up 22% from the prior quarter. Then we have Marathon Digital Holdings, produced company's record 825 BTC in March and a record 2,185 BTC in Q1 of 2023. Uh, Michael Saylor, I wonder where you, well, where you get your BTC from, maybe from Marathon, who knows? Cypher Mining, during the month of March, Cypher expanded operations at its Odessa facility while funding both operating expenses and capital expenditures through ongoing operations. Then we have bit farms. During the month, we mined 424 BTC, added 30 BTC to treasury, and sold 394 BTC at an average selling price of 24,700 per BTC, in line with improving mining economics and lower debt obligations. We ended March with 29 million in cash and equivalents, 435 BTC in custody, 22 million in vendor credits, and just 21 million in total indebtedness. And we have Argo, Argo Blockchain PLC is pleased to announce the appointment of Jim McCallum as the Chief Financial Officer. They mined 161 Bitcoin or they've been mining at least 5.2 BTC per day. This is not bad at all. And then last, I will just do TerraWolf. They self-mined 524 Bitcoin in 2022 and 810 Bitcoin since inception through February 2023. And I was going, let me go back to this story here. Nearly 10,000 Silk Road Bitcoin were sold by the U.S. government. And then we had this young man who's saying that the U.S. government should stash and huddle their Bitcoin, but the government wants to make money, famo. The government is about making money. Nearly 10,000 Silk Road Bitcoin were sold by the U.S. government. A court document states that on March 14th, the U.S. government sold 9861 for a sum of 215738000 154.98. After transaction costs, the government received a profit of 215,522,416.83. The government also disclosed that they are still about 40 they still that there are still about 41,490.72 Bitcoin left to be sold which they intend to sell over the course of this year in four additional batches. The government has previously sold Bitcoin through auctions, but will instead sell it directly on the open market. Well, they want to make money. A darknet mar marketplace called the Silk Road was used for trading drugs as well as other services. The Silk Road's creator, Ross Ulbricht, was convicted in 2015 and given a life sentence for a number of charges tying him to the marketplace. Albright is now requesting clemency based on the non-violent charges. Yeah, famo, and, and my last story today. I do had I, I had one on Justin Son of Tron, who was asking that he was trying to get all the rest of the Bitcoin from the government. I, I think the government will sell it to whoever has the money. Um, my last story here, unless I find the one by Justin Tron, 
everyone on Earth will die unless major AI changes are implemented, once artificial intelligence expert. An expert in the field of artificial intelligence is issuing a dire warning on the future of the rapidly developing technology. Yeah, I did remember saying something like this. If you have not watched The Terminator, please do. Many of us have seen this movie over and over. It's Arnold Schwarzenegger, but it's not only just him and all the gunplay. You have to pay attention to, I think it was um, Cybernet. That was the, 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 um, the corporation in that movie at the time. When Cybernet went live meant all the computers of the world recognized each other and they launched an attack against humanity. Who's to say that this is not a thing that can happen? Famo, we just don't know where the world is headed because we're just living in this time. We don't, we can't even think past our own paradigm, quite frankly. We can't think 10 years into the future. You could have a, yes, quite possibly, you can plan for it. But what we thought the future was going to be, it ended up being something so different. And we, we were all alive and thinking, right? Thinking that the year 2000 would have been something and it, it ended up being something totally different. Some things might follow a trend, but things are totally different than what we had concocted in our mind. So let's see what this expert is saying here. In a new piece written for Time magazine, AI research pioneer Eliza Yudkowski says the methods and structures currently used to grow AI are placing humanity in serious danger. He points to an open letter from the Future of Life Institute that calls for an immediate pause on AI development. I had a piece on that where I think Elon Musk was one of the co-signers on this. Quoted here, he's saying, Many researchers steeped in, this, in these issues, including myself, expect that the most likely result of building a superhumanly smart AI under anything remotely like the current circumstances is that literally everyone on Earth will die. Wow, my... <laughs> This guy has the doomsday theory going on here, but he says he's not talking about a small or even a statistically significant chance that AI would wipe out humanity. Rather, he says it's the obvious outcome. If somebody builds a too powerful AI under present conditions, I expect that every single member of the human species and all biological life on Earth dies shortly thereafter. Wow! Bro, should I have brought that story out? Um, famo. Anyway, <laughs> let's read on. Yudkowsky says there is too much ignorance on just how self-aware and powerful new AI systems really are, which alone suggests developers should stop immediately and determine how to implement measures to safeguard the technology and protect life on Earth. A group of more than 1,000 AI experts, researchers, backers, as well as tech entrepreneurs, including Elon Musk, signed the open letter calling for a pause on AI development. The power, promise, and potential pitfalls of artificial intelligence burst on the scene in recent months amid an explosion in the use of AI-powered image-creating tools like Midjourney and the rapid adoption of the OpenAI's large language model chat GPT. 
Microsoft has led the charge on expanding use case of ChatGPT, integrating it with Bing and Office 365 after signing a $10 billion deal with AI. Of course, you know, a dude like um, Musk would definitely be on board with signing something like that. But then you have to wonder with, uh, with, with guys like himself, you know, whether they're just playing the game because I'm pretty certain that in, with SpaceX, they use cutting edge technology and AI would definitely be part of that. So, you know, FAMO, um, ah, yes, uh, this is the story that I was searching for. And let me bring that up. Justin Tron, Tron TRX founder, um, Justin Sun, I said Justin Tron, famo, excuse me. Justin Sun wants to buy over 1 billion, 144 million in Bitcoin held by US government. By dude. Tron founder Justin Sun says he wants to buy the more than 1.1 billion in Bitcoin that the US government plans to sell, possibly as early as this month. Soon tells his 3.4 million Twitter followers that he's offering to buy the government seized Bitcoin at a 10% discount to offset the impacts such a large sale could have on the crypto market. Quoted here as saying, US government has announced its intention to sell an additional 41,500 BTC this year to minimize the potential impact on the market. I would like to offer to purchase these BTC at a 10% discount for an OTC deal. That's right. Sun or Sun is reacting to the news that the government said it's planning to sell the remainder of the roughly 51,351 Bitcoin seized from hacker James Zong, who authorities accused of stealing the virtual assets from the now defunct Silk Road illicit marketplace in 2012. On March 14th, the government sold about 9,861 BTC of the total amount seized for more than 215 million, as I read in the last story, leaving about 41,491 BTC. Yes, FAMO. Yeah, it was a little bit of news today. I'm glad I was able to get to it. I had so many other stories that I will just put those in as regular crypto stories for the week i just concentrated a little bit here on the btc side of things as usual in the creepy's uh, bit of creepy's podcast strictly btc news if possible a little bit of uh, the dashboard some other crypto prices our you know, our coin party and we're saying that famo your boy creepy is out <laughs>